Brilliance Audio presents the unabridged recording of Chicken Soup for the Soul, a book of miracles, 35 true stories of God's messengers, grace, and answered prayers, by Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, Leanne Tiemann, performed by Kathy Garver and Tom Parks. His Messenger In the visions I saw while lying in my bed, I looked, and there before me was a messenger, a holy one, coming down from heaven. Daniel chapter 4, verse 13 It's okay, Marcia. The Lord bless and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. I gazed out the window into a coal black sky at the blinking red lights on the three distant radio towers as they warned aircraft of their presence. They seemed to me like fireflies signaling distress, and they mirrored the alarm in my soul. I was 18 years old, and my father had just died from brain cancer. It was the middle of the night, and I stood alone in the center of the dark kitchen. A small light over the stove was the only illumination. My mother and sisters slept. I couldn't. As I stared out the window into the blackness, the woe that consumed me finally crystallized into one overpowering thought. I will never feel safe again. Why had it happened? The seizure two days before Christmas, the ambulance, the emergency room, the brain scan. Epilepsy, the doctor said, and they gave him medication. But he didn't get better. Instead, he got worse. He became cross and critical and hard to please. More tests were run, and the painful truth emerged. A tumor, probably malignant. Surgery was needed immediately. I remember my mom sitting in the hospital room during Dad's recovery my senior year, patiently stitching tiny white sequins on the bodice of the dress she'd made for me to wear to a spring dance. With each stitch, I knew she was saying a prayer, and Daddy did get better. He was even able to come to my graduation in a wheelchair, head swathed in white bandages. For all of us, this represented a huge milestone and the hope for better days. That summer, I worked at my first job and prepared to go away to college. Dad regained enough strength to return to work. He still couldn't drive, so Mom chauffeured him all over town as he made his business calls. He had always been the one in charge. Now he had to wait to be waited on. We all knew that was hard. The summer passed quickly, and at last the day arrived when it was time to pack the car and head up the road to the campus where I would go to school. Just to go to college was a dream come true, but it was hard to leave. Dad's decline accelerated that fall. The tumor came back. By October, he was unable to work. By Christmas, he was bedridden. By February, he was gone. Not only did I lose my father, but a big part of my mother left then, too. She had been a great full-time mom, and he had handled everything else. 
She had so totally depended on him that in many ways, once he was gone, she was like a child. Simple decisions were so hard, and paying the bills overwhelmed her. Nevertheless, she rose to the occasion and insisted I return to school after the funeral. As the oldest, I assumed a new sense of responsibility that summer. At times, it seemed almost more than I could bear. How would we manage? One day at a time. That strategy seemed to work well. We pulled together and gradually carved out a survival plan to compensate for the void that overshadowed every part of our lives. In September, I was even able to return to school. It was good to be back among my peers and away from sad reminders. Here I could immerse myself in study.